0: guarantee is made that this book was or was not removed from a horde of a dragon. Be aware that items taken from Dragon's Horde may carry traces of the dragon's inherent magic even long after they are removed from said horde. Exposure to another Dragon's Horde could reawaken the magic with unpredictable results. Welcome to Tabletop Arcanum, this is Justin and today I'm bringing you a review of the brand new Fizzband's Treasury of Dragons for Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition. This is the newest source book. It's not an adventure book this time, and it's all about half of the game. So we've seen a lot of books about dungeons. This is the 5th edition version of the Book of Dragons. So let's dive into that. It does have that MSRP of $49.95. Your friendly local game store does have the alternative cover, which is going to be shown in ours, because I both covers, though, are exquisitely fun to look at. I will say the critique I have on this alt cover is it has a little bit too much gold and red tones. Makes sense for the gold dragon, makes a little less sense for a crystal dragon. If it was a gold and red dragon fighting, it would make a lot more uh, dynamic imagery to it. And one negative that the nice holographic looking shine to him Is oils and fingerprints do show up on these covers rather easily so if you're looking at seeing book cover then this may not be the book cover for you as the alt art. Let's talk about what this book is and isn't first and then we will dive into what I liked in it and what I didn't like and then we'll dive further into who this book I think is for and who should step aside. It is a source book and deals a lot between players and DMs so there are new subraces, and new options for character creation, as well as some new magic, as well as some new magic items, and that's all for the players. So if you wanted to get your character into something more dragon-themed or powered by dragon or patroned by a dragon, likewise, some of the spells are fun and interesting, and we'll just add to that ever-growing list of options for your spellcasters. Now, for the DMs, there's a lot more of how to roleplay with a dragon, how to use layers, and... Options with death, undeath of a dragon, echoes within the world, religion. Famously, dragons do a lot of shape shifting. Bahamut in lore, uh, shape shifts and walks of material playing amongst uh, the normal mortals often. They have a whole chapter on layers and hordes, which is a fun chapter to go through because you have an entire way to generate dragon hordes and in fun and interesting items that could be found within those as well as how to link various hordes with items, not just the Rod of Seven Parts, but other ones as well. And then finally, there is a bestiary adding about 20-ish more monsters to a book. Now, most of them are dragon-themed or expand upon dragons. Uh, The biggest notation on this is not only the crystal dragons, the neutral-style dragons that are first introduced into this edition, but also... Things like the Great Worms, which are your step above ancient dragons. So, lots of interesting things in there. Plenty of little sidebars and commentary on here from fizzban So, the book itself has a lot going into it. And what this book isn't is, is not a redo of the dragons, who are critically said to be a little bit on the weaker side in the 5th edition system. It does address some of that, but in a... We're not changing the stat blocks or how dragons work, but we're giving you extra tools as a DM to operate with them. Things I did enjoy about this book. Let's go. Good notes first. Notoriously, Dungeons & Dragons has almost always been, especially in 5th edition, light on the dragons, heavy in the dungeons. So I'm very happy to see that shot in the arm for the other half of the namesake. The gem dragons have always been kind of a neat place for me. I like including the fact that there is a neutral faction of dragons now. I am also an Eberron fan, so typically with dragons in my games, I throw a lineman out the window. A red doesn't have to be chaotic nor evil, and a gold doesn't have to be necessarily lawful or good. So, that's not true with every table. Some people want that stereotypical metallic and chromatic divide, and the gem dragons hit that neutrality line uh, for that three arc spectrum. Some of the character options I did enjoy, specifically I liked the sub-races with the Dragonborn because they now divide between Chromatic, Metallic, and Gem Dragonborn and flavor them to align with those types of dragons a lot better. So I think those are really nice. Uh, Feats were give or take, but I think there are some tools here that if you want to have a non-Dragonborn or uh, non-character... There are ways to infuse dragons into your backstory, your character, in that growth. And I think that is a fantastic thing. Likewise, the expansion upon how to roleplay, get in that mindset of a dragon, but also how to use things like the dragon's minions, how to build campaigns surrounding dragon events, but regional effects and layer effects are probably the strongest things in this book that I want to say are great takeaways for the DM. doesn't fix the fact that dragons feel underweaked, but it gives you other options to build encounters in such a way where it's not just the threat of the dragon, but it's the threat of the layer and threat of the area compounded with the dragon that lives there that makes it extra deadly and extra dangerous for your players those are some good things on there i, I also do enjoy more dragon like creatures and some of them got a little funky you all not only have the eye drake which is like a beholder dragon hot smash up but you have the elder brain dragon which is a dragon mind flare smash up the art on those are fantastic but the concept behind them is a little funky so use them as you seem fit let's talk about some things that this book did not address that I was kind of hoping for. There was a little bit of me that was hoping for maybe some ways to tweak the dragons themselves and not just the layers and the... Um, I think a lot of people might be looking into this book for that and will not be finding it directly. The indirect approach, while nice, I think could have been a little bit more redone. We've already seen Wizards of the Coast put the artificer in two different books. We've seen a couple different things reprinted or restatted. So, I could have seen a updated version of the dragons that would bring them a little bit more into that deadly power line that they should be at. One thing I wasn't a fan of in this edition was the look behind the gem dragons. Their gems and stuff are actually like floating crystals behind their where their spines and stuff would be. It just seems off. Now naturally, they're psychic style creatures, which is part of the whole gem dragon motif. and some of those floating crystals would have been interesting to see in the art, but I feel having them have crystalline spikes would have connected to them would have made a bigger impact for me. There is a lot of pages dedicated to just sample layers of each of the colors of dragons, both chromatic metallic, and gem, and unfortunately, while there are some really nice ideas within there, I think they could have trimmed those in such a way to not take up so many page counts. It was almost a third of the book, whereas I feel some other sections could have been expanded upon a little bit more, maybe a little bit more magic, a little bit more items, even a little bit more in the character creation. We're talking maybe 10 pages, or character creation, we're talking... Another 10 pages worth of magic, and that's about it. Overall, this book is heavily skewed towards the DMs. If you're a DM who wants to infuse dragons into your world or use them in fun and new creative ways, I think there's a lot of uh, story nuggets in here that you can find and incorporate into your lore in your game. I believe there's a lot you can lift, even in those layer sections that take up a bulk of the book, for your particular encounter. As far as players go, if you are looking for a dragon-based character, whether you want to infuse your dragonborn a little bit more or play a monk-themed uh, dragon or a ranger who works with dragons or any number of those connections, this book has those story seed ideas. Just know it's a very small sampling within the book and there is a lot more guided towards the DMs. So, in my opinion, most DMs should probably pick this one up. If a player, and I would say only look at this book or borrow your DM's copy if you have a character that has those applicable aspects to them. I hope you've enjoyed this review of Fizban's Treasury of Dragons for Dungeons Dragons 5th Edition. Make sure to follow us on our social media that's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Hit that like, subscribe, and get those notifications so you know when new content comes out. As always, thanks for listening, and happy gaming. Been listening to Tabletop Arcanum produced by Justin Taylor. This episode is hosted by Justin Taylor. Mixing and editing by Richard Geese. Original theme by Paul Moore and Isaac Gilbert. Check the description for this episode's featured background music. You can follow us on most social media platforms. Be sure to like, subscribe, and follow. And leave us a review if you would. As always, thanks for listening.